Good morning. Today is Sunday, September 18, 2022. As this Jewish year comes to a close, and I think back over the past year, there have been a number of times this year when I have thought to myself, when I have felt, how did I get here? How is it that this is what I am dealing with? And these have been periods for me of sadness, uh, frustration, loss, and bewilderment. I thought I knew where I was going, but it turns out I'm not even close. So perhaps you can relate to this, perhaps not, but this is the story that I need to hear today, and I invite you, if it applies to you, I'm happy to share it with you. And I heard this story from Rabbi Malik Biederman, and the story goes like this. So there was a young man in Israel, in Jerusalem. He was a Hasidic man, and he needed to travel from Yerushalayim to Ashdod. Ashdod is a town a little bit south of Tel Aviv, and he needed to travel, and he had to get there quickly, and it was very important. So he was waiting at the bus stop in Jerusalem, in all the cities in Israel, there is a Tachana Merkazit, a central bus station, and all of the intercity buses leave from there. But often, you can get the same bus at a bus stop closer to your home. You don't have to go to the main bus station because the bus makes several stops before it gets on the road going to the next city. And so he was waiting at this bus stop near where he was for the intercity bus that would take him to Ashdod. One bus came but it was full, it was packed, and it passed by him without stopping. Second bus came, and it too was full. No space. Bus driver didn't even stop. Third bus passed by, again full. And this man, this, this chassid, he's in a hurry to get there, and he's starting to get very, very stressed. So what he did was he took a taxi to Tachana Merkazit, to the central bus station, because that's where the bus originates. So he figured if he goes to the central bus station, Tachana Merkazit in Yerushalayim, for sure he'll be able to get on the bus because he'll be at the first stop. It will not already have filled up. That's where it originates. So he gets to the Tachana Merkazit, the central bus station in Jerusalem. He's rushing, he's rushing. He gets onto the bus and he sees, to his delight, he is the first person on the bus. Okay? The bus fills up, the bus starts to pull out from the station, and he relaxes. Finally, he's on his way. He takes a deep breath, and as his bus is pulling out, he sees, to his dismay and frustration, that the bus next to his bus has a sign that says, Ashtod, he got on the wrong bus. Two buses were side by side, and he got on the wrong bus, so he's not going to Ashtod. He is on a bus to Rishon Litzion. Rishon Litzion is another town 
in the general vicinity, but it's not the right place. He needs to get to Ashdod, and he is in a hurry, and now he is seriously late. And after all of the effort, and one bus, second bus, third bus, and going to the Dachan Merkazit, all that, and he's going to the wrong place. He's going to reach Litzion, and he is beside himself with frustration, with anxiety, with worry and stress. So, while he's on this bus that's going to Rishon Letzion, he starts making calls to try to figure out when he reaches Rishon Letzion, which stop can he get off in order to catch another bus that's going to Ashdod that will leave as quickly as possible? What's going to be the most efficient route? So, he's checking and he's checking and finally he finds that the first stop in Rishon Letzion is also the bus stop for a bus that will take him from Rishon Letzion to Ashdod, where he wants to go. And the schedule says that the bus to to Ashdod will leave one minute after he reaches Rishon Letzion. Okay? He's still going to be very, very late, but at least now he has a plan. He'll get to Rishon Letzion, quickly go to the other bus, and he'll go to, to Ashdod. As the bus nears the stop in Rishon Letzion, he gets ready, standing at the door of the bus, ready to run to the other bus stop to get the bus for Ashdod. But just as he is getting off the bus, he sees the Ashdod bus has just pulled away. He missed it by seconds. And now he is seriously stressed. He's late. Every step that he has taken has failed to bring him to his destination. In fact, it has led him further away from his destination. He is exhausted. Of course, wouldn't you know, it's very hot out. He's thirsty. He's tired. He's upset. So he goes across the street to a makolet, a little like a depanur, to get a cold soft drink while he is going to calm himself down and figure out what his next move is going to be. So he gets a soda. He's standing there on the street. He's drinking his soft drink. And while he's standing there, an Israeli man approaches him, a very secular-looking Israeli man. Remember, this man is a chassid. He's dressed in Hasidic garments, a long black coat, a Hasidic type of a hat, payas, a beard. And this secular Israeli Jew comes up to him and says to him, when is the yard site? Now, this man had no idea what this other man was talking about. Whose yard site? What yard site? Why are you asking me about a yard site? So the man says to him, the Belzerebi, the Belzerebi, who was one who had passed away, who was one of the great Hasidic leaders, the Belzerebi, when is his yard site? Now, this Hasid was not a follower of the Belzerebi, but it just so happens he knew, and he said to him, it's tonight. Tonight is the yard site of the Belzerebi. But this chassid does not understand. He's looking at this clearly secular Jew. 
and says to him, just, I'm curious, why do you want to know the date of the Belzer Rebbe's yard site? I mean, what is that? What is your connection to that? So the man says to him, my father passed away two months ago. And he was completely secular, just like me. And he didn't leave me anything in terms of heritage, in terms of faith, in terms of belonging to the Jewish people, nothing. But a few hours before he died, he opened his eyes and he said to me, do you remember the yard site when I used to go to the shul, when I used to go to the synagogue? It was the only time of the year this man went to the synagogue. And the son remembered that his father would go to the synagogue once a year, but he had no idea why he did it or what he was doing there. So his father said to him, I go to the synagogue once a year for the yard site of the Belzarevi, and I want you to promise that you will continue to go to shul at least once a year on the Belzarevi's yard site. And that was this man's dying wish. And the man says, this secular Israeli man speaking to the chassid, this man says, I have been searching for weeks in this very secular area for someone who would know, who could tell me when is the yard site so that I would be able to go to shul as I promised my father. And finally today, I see you, a chassid, and I figured that you would be able to tell me. So now, because of you, I'm going to shul tonight. And this chassid realizes, like a thunderclap, he thinks to himself, three buses passed me in Jerusalem. I got on the wrong bus, and then I missed the connection. And the entire time, I was focused on the fact, the reality, that I needed to be in Ashdod as quickly as possible. That was my reality. But it turns out, God needed me to be at exactly that place in Rishon Litzion, at exactly that moment, to be able to direct this Jew to Shul for the Belzer Rebbe's yard site. We are that chassid, every one of us, certainly I am. We may think that we are lost. We may think that we're not on the path we're supposed to be on, and we are bewildered. How did I get end up here? I'm trying to get to my destination. It is so obvious to me what my destination is. I know where I am supposed to be. How can I be going in the opposite direction? But the truth is, God needs us elsewhere. God needs us precisely wherever we are at this moment. This is where we are supposed to be. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.